Hey everyone, this is Blake Fisher with Viva Downtown, the program coordinator, and welcome back to the Viva Downtown Downtown Discussion. Today I'm joined with Miss Heather Farquhar from the Shasta Historical Society as one of our guests who enhances downtown through social, cultural, and economic development. Heather, thanks for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be one of your first interviewees, and I'm excited to listen to these in the future, too. I'm excited for you to be here, and you said that this is one of your first times doing something like radio or podcast. It is. Unfortunately, I'm not that big on the tech world, so it's a it's an adventure. Well, you're doing great, and thanks for bearing with me as I'm starting to get used to this whole tech world, too. So let's move forward with this. Heather, how long have you worked with the Historical Society, and what's kind of your background with... Um, being an executive director for history, or have you ever done a position like this before? Well, I've been with the Historical Society almost two years now. It'll be two years in August. And this is my first position as an executive director, but I've been in the museum industry since 1980, uh, 1998. Sorry, um, I started off uh, as a history major at Hayward uh, State University, now East Bay, <laughs> and um, got a degree in history, but also was exploring anthropology and ended up taking some museum classes and fell in love with the, the museum world. So ended up getting a degree um, in history and then a graduate degree in museum studies and did internships with the Oakland Museum of California, the Names Project in San Francisco, and the Hayward Area Historical Society, where I was eventually offered a job. And I worked there for uh, 12 and a half years as the Collections and Historic Properties Manager. So I not only managed the museum collections, but I managed a variety of aspects of the three historic properties that we were obligated to help interpret and keep in good repair. And then from there, I went on to become the deputy director at the Los Altos History Museum in Los Altos. Wow. Wow. What a career. So now you found the North State um, Shasta County Shasta Historical Society. How did that opportunity come about? Well, um, we, my partner and I had been talking about moving out of the Bay Area because of the cost of living, and my commute had gotten outrageous. And I'm originally from Paradise in Butte County, so it was kind of like coming home when I saw the job opportunity here. And so I applied for it and was lucky enough to meet a group of wonderful people. You've been a fantastic, fantastic executive director. And, um, you know, through Viva Downtown, being able to work with, you know, historical society, has been incredible, especially in this last year with all the downtown development that's been going on. Um, you know, we have the, we're located in the cultural district. We have the downtown revitalization that's been happening, which is, it may seem weird to say, but that's history that just happened in front of us. Um, so Heather's, you know, Heather and I really became close. So I'm a board member of the Historical Society. Super excited to be a part of that. And, We're excited um, to have you. And And I thought, you know, we need Heather to come on here to talk about a year after the pandemic, you know, we just had this crazy year where everything's been shut down, but the Historical Society has moved forward with getting things um, revamped, revitalized themselves. So, Heather, what are some of the things that the Historical Society has been working on and what people can look forward to? Well, the pandemic shutdown was kind of a, a jolt to us. Um, we weren't quite ready for uh, remote work or anything that came with it. Um, but this last year has been a year of re uh, 
reflection and reevaluation and reinvention and has pushed us into the modern age of technology. So we've, uh, we've done a lot of things. We really upped our social media presence, um, started putting a lot more historical uh, tidbits out there for people to enjoy, some videos courtesy of uh, some, great, some great volunteers and now one of our staff members, um, which we're all getting really good feedback. And because of that, we started venturing into you know, the new age of the Zoom webinar platforms and things for our monthly meetings because we missed our community and really wanted to reconnect in some way. So we started doing our monthly programs in December uh, via the Zoom platform. Uh, we will have one more coming up in June, and it's uh, going to be an overview of the history of the LGBT community here in Shasta County, which we're really excited to be working with a great group of people for. That's really exciting. Yeah. So um, that's that's been one push for us. Um, but we did we did a lot of work behind the scenes. I really commend the staff for making a tough transition to working at home and not having full access. Um, but they managed to keep things keep things moving along, answering research requests as we could. As we got back into the office, we started looking at other things. We have created a volunteer program, which we're going to be launching here in the next month or so. So if anybody's looking for volunteer opportunities, we've got lots of great things coming up, so stay tuned for that. Um, we also launched a Second Saturday Story Time, which is uh, for children basically around ages three to nine. And we read a different book um, every, every month. I'm trying to touch on historical topics. We also started a book club that's all about history books. We try to interact, you know, good solid subjects and sometimes heavier subjects with some fun things. Um, this month we have a history of photography and 50 cameras. Um, so that one will be coming up this Thursday. If anybody wants to join, check out our website. Um, we also completely revamped our website, which was in dire need of it. Uh, so we've got new and exciting things there, including a members-only section for our members, so some extra little things Ooh, for people who join. <laughs> um, but we are also you know, recording things. So even after the pandemic is over and we can open fully again, you know, our book club, our second Saturday story time, our monthly programs, we're still going to have recorded options for people that maybe can't get out. Or one of the things we found is we have a lot of members that are out of area. And they've wow, been, really? Yeah. And they've been able to enjoy everything that we've been doing. Um, so that was an added benefit that we didn't quite, you know, we didn't expect. So that was awesome. And then uh, just this last week, um, I'm happy to report that we just launched a mobile app. So if you go to the Google Play or the Apple Play stores, you can actually download the Shasta Historical Society mobile app, and we're uploading tours to it. Um, the current tour on there is an exploration of Reading, and it's a bike tour. Um, but there's lots of exciting ones to come that are both walking, biking, driving, um, so stay tuned for those to start popping up over the next few months. Um, we're limited to 25 in total. Um, we're hoping to get about a half a dozen up in the next, say, four months. Um, but we're well on our way to doing that with uh, the work of some great volunteers and some of our staff. Wow. That holy smokes. <laughs> Pandemic cannot stop the Shasta Historical Society. That was a lot. It slowed us down, but it didn't stop us. Did not stop you guys. I uh, really have appreciated watching the Historical Society, especially you can find them on YouTube at the Shasta Historical Society page. Yes. Um, the story Saturdays, storybook Saturdays are so cute. And some of the books that they, they select are very thought-provoking and thoughtful for a new generation of young historians and young readers. And... Um, and also with this, you know, book club talking about the photography, um, gosh, everybody's a photographer now with their own phones. So it's amazing to see where people are lugging around, you know, pretty much the size of cars 
cameras at one point to now we can just pull out our phone and document history, um, which that's been on my mind lately. And we'll talk about that um, if we have time in this podcast. <laughs> but um, Bike Month is right now. So yes. this biking tour... May is not over yet. So if you download this podcast, um, this app, the Shasta Historical app, you can find it on Google. Google Play Store and the Apple Store. And it's a free app. So you can it's do a free your app biking free tour. tour, free tour, biking tour, all about our Reading history. Um, so that's really exciting. So Heather, what is your favorite part about working for the Shasta Historical Society so far? I think so far it's been the enthusiasm of the board and the staff and the volunteers to um, really look for new ways to communicate and in, in some senses, you know, step into modern times. You know, historical societies uh, sometimes get a bad rap for being uh, stuck in the past, <laughs> which is what we do, but, um, you know, uh, being stuck in old ways of doing things and this board and everybody else involved has really been interested in stepping forward and finding new ways to do things. Um, when I mentioned really getting people out into, you know, the distant part of Shasta County with things like a mobile app. But, you know, if, at first it was like, oh, okay, never thought of that before. And now everybody's fully behind it. And, you know, so it's, it's, I think the COVID year was actually a good year for us. It gave us time to check out new ideas and look for new ways to do things. But we're still going to be doing some of our old things. We're looking forward to our monthly meetings going back in person. Mm-hmm. And although we have online exhibits right now and will continue to have through the end of the year, um, we will, we're looking forward to being able to put exhibits back in the society as well. So, you know, hopefully a combination of, you know, what we've done in the past and um, several new things will come together nicely and complement each other as we move forward. Uh, the Historical Society is really interesting because they had their start in downtown Reading, right on Yuba Street, where the old Chamber of Commerce is. And to find it where, you know, there's a full circle, you have the Chamber of Commerce back in downtown, now on Butte Street, one block away from its, you know, starting point. And then for a while, the historical site was located off Quartz Hill Road. And then in the 90s, moved into its now current location, right on Market Street. Um, Heather, you got to see, I know, you know, not many people were in the office last year, but the Historical Society is right on the reopened Market Street. What does that mean for the Historical Society moving forward? I think it's a very exciting opportunity for us. I think, you know, we have the opportunity to um, reach a lot more people and to work with a variety of different other organizations. Um, Shasta Living Streets, I've already connected with Anne over there. Um, they're helping helping us with the bike tour. Um, and, um, you know, obviously working with Viva Downtown, Historic Preservation is one of my passions too. So, you know, getting to work with you guys has been exciting. And, um, you know, with the McConnell Foundation on some of the projects that they've been working on. So I think, you know, there's a lot of opportunities for us to be involved um, directly with what's happening down here and we're looking forward to creating walking tours and you know lots of other programs that'll help you know invite people to the downtown area uh, some of the cool tours that Heather used to work on in some of her previous jobs are ghost tours was that was that one of those things that you actually worked on I did I actually created a very popular tour series in uh, the Hayward area uh, called Shrouded Tales. Um, it was a destination. We had three properties, so we had three weeks of tours. Um, 
two to three nights with two to three tours per night. Um, they sold out almost every time. And um, it was just a fun combination of the history of superstitions and death traditions um, from the Victorian era with um, results and interest in, you know, the the ghosts that resided in the locations and the paranormal. Um, we also created a great paranormal program there that was a good fundraiser for the programs. So hopefully, you know, I think, we we have some we have some ideas for creating a downtown uh, a walking ghost tour here too. So that would be fun. Oh my gosh, we have you know right here on Market Street alone. If you walk north, you have Old City Hall. Exactly. Um, you know, right across the street from us is the Reading National Bank uh, originally, and then you have the Odd Fellows Hall right here, which is built in 1888. Mm-hmm. Spooky stuff in here, maybe. Ooh. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, up the street, you have the Cascade Theater. So it's cool to walk around Market Street alone and have all these preserved historic structures. You also have some really old hotels around here, the railroad station. Yeah. Um, there's the cemetery not too far away. So there's a lot of great opportunities, I think, um, for that kind of tour here. And, and there's there's a lot of interest in those things. Um, one, the history can be fascinating. And you often, with tours like that, hear about uh, the stories about people and their lives that you wouldn't normally hear about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the most fascinating stories that came out of those tours, we were researching um, a husband in the San Lorenzo Pioneer Cemetery. And found out that his wife was the first female venter in California. I mean, who would have thought, right? Really? <laughs> so, um, you know, the things that you can find out about people that you don't think are very well connected and then find, you know, find all these awesome connections. Um, but we also found stories of people who, you know, were just normal, normal everyday people um, who when there was this great love story about this gentleman and his wife um, there was another story um, about a woman who who died tragically in front of one of her kids, mm. um, which ended up connecting us with her descendants. Um, the kids, there were other kids in the family had been separated after she passed away. They'd been sent to orphanages, and there was a set of twins and a couple of other children, and they hadn't seen each other since. And we were able to reconnect a couple of them. So that was a really good experience. So. Tours like that, you know, and I know there's stories like that here in Shasta County. And I know there's got to be other great, great stories. You know, the Ruggles brother story is, oh, is yeah, another the good Ruggles one. Brother. <laughs> With the courthouse right here, there's <laughs> got to be some good ones there. I've been hearing um, rumors about a couple of buildings that are just a couple blocks off Main Street. So, you know, I, I think, you know, in the, in the next few years, we'll be able to create something that could just be a great event for, for people of all ages to explore and an opportunity to connect with the the businesses or organizations that are currently in the buildings. Well, with your leadership and with the staff that you have right now, I have no doubt um, what great possibilities there will be for the historical society. But that alone um, sometimes isn't enough. So how can people get involved with the historical society as a volunteer? What are some of the positions? Well, um, we're going to have lots of positions down the road, but what we're mainly looking for to start off with is we need some people to help with marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, marketing all these great programs we've got going and the ones to come. Uh, we're also going to be looking for people to act as greeters and um, shopkeepers for our, our store um, to greet people when they come in to help direct them to the appropriate person to talk to and you know talk to about exhibits that we're going to have in the 
future. And um, down the road, we'll be looking for collections volunteers to help us, you know, get our collections better organized, better cataloged, and better stored. Um, you know, researchers, tour guides. There's going to be a lot of opportunities down the road for people of all ages. Um, I'm hoping to connect with Shasta College um, through one particular program to begin with, but to create an internship program uh, with Shasta College. So, you know, great ways to get people into career paths as well. And, you know, museums, often people think that they're only for history majors, mm-hmm. um, but there's actually a lot of opportunities. I'm, you know, we need marketing people. We need um, researchers. We need people who like to do data entry. Um, we need people who like customer service, you know? If you are, you know what? The Historical Society has been one of the most important um, assets in my career and also seeing how Reading has developed. Um, in general, because you see all these developers, city staff, um, people are involved in this process. The Historical Society has been one of the top resources to say what was here before, what Mm -hmm. did it look like, um, what's going to be, you know, what's kind of the future of this. You know, Block 7 right behind us, where the parking structure was, that's Mm -hmm. where the old Reading movie theater used to be. And so people were wondering, why are they pushing this dirt back and forth, back and forth for literally what seemed half a year and they realized there was all these kerosene pipes and poisoning that was still underground from what used to be the movie theater and you know historical society was available to say you know this is where this all used to be so that put in perspective oh wow i never even thought of that because you know in our you know modern times we just saw a parking structure but what was there before so if you want to be a journalist if you want to be a developer if you want to be um, an educator an educator we need people for our story time we're going to need people to lead tours um our book club we're looking for guest moderators you know so there's going to be lots of fun opportunities coming up um so be sure to keep an eye on our facebook page for the launch of our our volunteer recruitment yeah um and on our on our website uh, you'll be able to apply through our website as well as in person so hopefully we'll all be reopening up here really soon and able to get back to a little bit of normal. Well, um, Heather, what is the most important, um, what is the most important part to you for Shasta Historical Society and what would you like to see, um, for the future of the society? You know, there, there's so many things. Um, but I think the, the main thing is, is that we get out there, we become a face of the community and that we're telling stories and we're telling all stories. Um, I think, you know, that's one of the main, the main things. There's a lot of great people, a lot of great communities in this, in this area. And we want to be making sure that everybody's being represented and that everybody has an opportunity to, to get their, get their story out there. Um, but I think there's also, you know, an opportunity for, engaging our community and people of all ages. Um, Historical societies often cater more towards adults. I really want us catering to everybody. I want to see us helping the schools. I want to see us with more children's programming and, you know, more outdoor activities as well as, you know, indoor things like the book club. Not, and I'm a book addict, so, you know, I'm not not, uh, saying anything bad about book clubs there. Um, But, you know, just really drawing in people and finding, you know, different ways that we can enhance what people need and what people are doing here. And working, you know, I think working with other organizations is a big goal of mine too. So, you know, Shasta Living Street's checking out our bike tour for us and uh, working with Viva Downtown on on some programming, hopefully in the future. And, um, you know, being able to be a part of the downtown revitalization. I think all of that is important. 
Yeah, you're exactly right. And to witness where the historical society is right now and to see where it is going. Yeah, it's you have a board that's ready for this. You have a community that's ready for this. And it's showing that, you know, you said something that stood out to me. All stories should be told. I think that's incredibly important. It definitely is. And it's something that, you know, in any type of history field or organization right now, you know, that's something that's a very important topic. And, you know, we have a lot of things going on in, in the world today. And, you know, whether we realize it or not, you know, they have have or have had some sort of impact on us at some point or will in the future. And the more informed we are about it, the more we can, you know, come to our own conclusions. And everybody has different, different opinions about how things should be or, you know, where people have come from or where they're going or where the world's going. But, you know, if we can have open and honest discussions about those situations and, you know, learn more about each other, I feel that, you know, we can, we can just grow as a community and as, as people in general. I agree. Well, hey, so we learned how we can get volunteers involved. How can one become a member and what does that mean when you become a member? Well, becoming a member is really easy. Um, there's a couple different ways uh, with us being closed to the public right now, although we are open by appointment if you have any research you need to do. Um, you can go onto our website and go to our membership section and fill out our application and pay online. Um, you can also mail in an application if you pick one up, which you know we can always give one to you. We're happy to do that. We do mail them out a couple times a year. Um, but becoming a member, one, it helps support the Shasta Historical Society and helps us to continue our mission of preserving you know the past and bringing it to life for current and future generations. Um, but it also um, you know has benefits for you. You know, it's if you like our monthly programs you know, it's it's an opportunity for you to attend our monthly programs for free. If you like to do research, it's an opportunity to do research for fee, for free. As much as we would love to always be free to everybody, um, we're not in a position to necessarily do that. We've had to reevaluate that a little bit. But um, we revamped our membership program uh, during the COVID year as well um, to offer more benefits for members. Um, we're not excluding people who don't want to become members, but there are, you know, discount in our store, getting the, re the use of the research library for free, um, attending programs for free if we're charging, getting discounts, you know, even for our Taste of History fundraiser, you know, members would get a little discount. Which is coming up too. Which is coming up too. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I wanted to say, as a member, you get the incredibly cool covered wagon. You're right, you do. And uh, we're currently putting that together. It should be another great one this year. Um, quickly explain covered wagon and how people could get involved with that too. Okay. So our, our covered wagon is our annual publication that we, um, we work on all year and then launch in December um, at our monthly meeting. And it's basically a group of articles put together by local historians, both amateur and ones that consider themselves professional. Um, so anybody can put, can put a story, you know, put a story to us and approach us with one and, and have it looked at. Um, we do choose the book is a certain, you know, 
basically kept to a certain length. So sometimes stories will get pushed off to another year, but that is just mainly because they need, a, you know, maybe a little more work or a little more information. But um, that is a great way to learn about local history if you don't like reading long books, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, so that'll be coming out, our 2021 one will be coming out in December, and we'll hopefully be able to have our Covered Wagon release party in person this year. Oh, man, I can't wait for that. And now that we're we're pretty much... You've been fantastic. For your first time on this, you would think you were season pro for being on any podcast or, or radio station. Oh, well, thank you. This has been absolutely fantastic to to talk to you outside of, you know... Yeah, I just do want to want to do one last thing, and that's a plug for our fundraiser. Yes, that's what um, I was leaning into. <laughs> a Taste of History was unfortunately canceled last year, and unfortunately the in-person event was canceled again this year, but we have managed to take it to a virtual level this year. So um, if you're a member, you're going to be receiving a booklet in the mail in the next oh, week or so um, with, you know, kind of a recap of what our fundraising efforts and your money has gone to. Uh, over the past two years. And then we have, um, in our booklet, we have a couple of funded needs. Um, we have a funded need uh, for collections care, archival products to keep the collection stored is, you know, is expensive. And it's something that, you know, we're slowly working towards and improving our storage. Um, but that's something that, you know, we do need to raise some funds for. Um, also our exhibits program, um, we're looking to raise some funds for that and for general operations because, the Taste of History event is a big part of our annual budget every year and really carries us through um, the end of the fiscal year. And unfortunately, not having that has been a big hit. Um, last year, government grants helped carry us through, um, but this year, that's not the case. So um, it'll be June 7th through 13th, um, and it will be online. And um, we will have it up as an event on our website if you uh, in the next week or so. So if you want to check that out and access it through there, you can. If you get the booklet, there's instructions on how to access it there. But we have um, a great bunch of auction items too. Um, things like we do have a rifle package from Old West. We also Yeehaw. have <laughs> we also have a um, wonderful. Uh, patio boat tour of the mines around Shasta Lake. Um, or the boat has been donated by our board president, Joe Gibson, and Ron Jolliffe is going to be the one leading the tour, um, local historian who's done a lot of research on the mines. So those are some exciting items. But we also have some fun things like a gift basket that's a family fun night and a picnic basket for adults. And, you know, had some great businesses, even though it's been hard for them this last year, they're, they're continuing to support us and we really appreciate that. And some great sponsors that have continued to support us as well. Well, for more information on this, you can find Shasta Historical Society on Facebook and on Instagram, or you can go to their website at ShastaHistoricalSociety.org. And Heather, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for being one of our guests. And you can get to the Historical Society right on the Reopen Market Street. Um, Say hi to Heather. Say hi to the fantastic staff. And thank you for all the work that you guys are doing. Well, thank you for having us here. I really appreciate it. 